It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's a game that they got out early, that's for sure, but then the Pats make a run. It was a sweat kind of game, that is for sure, but they got the win. Again, some similarities certainly to be drawn from this year and last year in Detroit. Joining us right now does a phenomenal job. Go Birds on Saturdays with James Seltzer as well as the podcast. And you can hear him all throughout the week right here on 94 WIP. He is our Eagles insider, Elliot Shore Parks. Elliot, how are you, my man? What's going on? How you guys doing? Oh, Elliot, uh, you know, survival. Survival mode, yeah. man. Um, l- let's talk about this thing because I did not think, I think it was a bit of an inauspicious debut for Brian Johnson, not exactly a great game plan, not exactly a lot of flow, uh, some real questions there. What'd you think about the offensive game plan? Yeah, I agree. Brian Johnson definitely deserves criticism for the game tonight, but I would also say that criticism, in my opinion, starts with Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni is the head coach. Nick Sirianni is an offensive head coach. He made his living. He made his reputation on the offensive side of the ball. It is his offense. He sets the game plan for the week. He sets the tone for what they want to do on offense. And I thought all those things were terrible tonight. I mean, to only score one touchdown with that much off, with that much skill on offense is an unacceptable outcome uh, for this team. So I thought the play calling was too conservative. I thought that uh, there was way too much Kenny Gainwell. Um, I thought that there was not enough Dallas Goddard. I, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith somehow end up with 10 targets apiece. It certainly did not feel like that watching the game. So, yeah, I think Sirianni deserves uh, plenty of blame. And, of course, within that is Brian Johnson with his first game as play caller. It was probably a worse offensive performance tonight than any of the games with Jalen Hurts last year. Uh, we'll get to more uh, you know, with, with the game. But listen, buddy, how in the world are you giving the special teams an A? Like, on what planet are they deserving of an A? Because Jake Elliott made some kicks? Yeah, well, Jake Elliott is on the special teams. I don't know if you know that. He is a kicker that is on the special teams. Cute. He did his job. He did his job. They had two substitution problems. They had two big returns. That's four mistakes. That's not an A. Yeah, it is an A because they don't win that game without Jake Elliott. Yeah, like I understand Jake Elliott. You know, I'm not giving Michael Clay a ton of credit for Jake Elliott. But the special teams won this game for them in a lot of ways. The offense certainly didn't have a great game. 
The defense, I thought, gave up that long touchdown. They scored a touchdown with help, which helped, but at the end of the day, 20 points against the Patriots is not a great game. Those field goals were the reason that they won the game. I agree. The, the substitution issues, like that falls on Tyranny as well, in my opinion. They didn't have – they had some bad returns. Covey did have one nice return. But for as much as we ripped the special teams, and they certainly deserve it, Jake Elliott is, is a yeah, big Yeah, but that doesn't count. He's the kicker. He's not, he's not special teams. Field he's goal, the kicker. Field goal, field goal kicking is the biggest part of special teams in today's NFL. Punt returns, kick returns, those things aren't even going to be in the league in a year, and they barely happen. Your uh, kicker and your field goal operation is the biggest part of special teams. And they came in big today. He made massive kicks. He's why they won the game. The special teams absolutely deserve an A. B. B. I I gotta go back to the I I I think Gainwell is a nice player, Elliot, but they seem to like him a lot more than I do. Maybe it's me. you bring Swift here and he gets two touches. One run, one pass. Penny's inactive. I, I I'm shocked he was that the, the the lack of involvement with him in the game plan. I is this just the way it's played out the whole training camp and we all should have been aware of it that it was going to be Gainwell so much? Yeah, I mean Gainwell got easily the most touches with the first team offense during training camp. He was in there on third down situational drills, he was in there in red zone, he was in there on full field drills. So watching this team all training camp, I was not surprised to see him out there as the number one running back. But I agree with you. I didn't think he made almost a single play tonight that I don't think any other running back in the league can make. I didn't see him make any special plays. I didn't see him make people miss. It felt to me like there were not a lot of plays where he added yards to what another running back could have done. And I thought he just felt like way too much as a a focal point of the game plan. It felt like they went to him too much on early downs. The first drive, they almost exclusively go to him. I think Kenny Gainwell is a nice running back. He is not A.J. Brown. He is not Devontae Smith. He is not Dallas Goddard. Like, those are the guys that I should be watching a game and saying, okay, the ball is going too much to them. Like, those are the guys you force the ball to, not Kenny Gainwell. As for the other running backs, we spent a lot of time this offseason discussing B. John Robinson. You know, should they bring back Miles Sanders? Uh, you know, even Dalvin Cook briefly we talked about. The two big acquisitions they made at running back today, uh, this offseason, made no impact on the game today. And the running game was not that good. So, yeah, I mean, look, Kenny Gainwell had a fine game, but ultimately I thought today was, A, a failure of the play calling, but, B, a failure of the, of the you know, front office and the personnel staff for the two main moves they made at running back being two players that made no impact. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah, speaking of the offense, what do you make of uh, Jalen's performance today? You know, I mean, it was fine, but I, I didn't see much wow outside of the, the throw to Devontae. What did you see from QB1? 
Yeah, if this was his rookie year or even the beginning parts of last year, I think that we would come on here and say he got the win, tough environment, first game of the season, it's raining, good defense. Like I think that you could use those type of things to paint a picture where it wasn't a bad game from Jalen. But it's not his rookie year. It's not the beginning parts of last year. He makes the money he makes. He is a, a quarterback that all off season we debated and got mad at people for not putting in the top five of their quarterback list. And today was not a top five performance from, J- from Jalen Hurts. I mean, again, Sirianni and Brian Johnson deserve the blame, but it's a quarterback league. And with this offense, to only get one touchdown out of, out of the offense and for it to be on a short field for what it's worth, that, that's an unacceptable outcome. And I would also say that that fumble to me at the end was the biggest play of the game, or at least the most memorable Jalen Hurts play to me out of this performance. You cannot fumble the ball there, not in that spot. Not, you know, with the Patriots having the momentum, you're just trying to kill clock. And this is the second game in a row where Jalen has had a big fumble. So, again, he won. I thought his throw to Devontae was nice. He did make some solid plays on third down. But if we're going to set the bar for Jalen as a top-five quarterback, he did not reach that bar today. Ellie, what'd you make of the offensive line? I mean, Hertz gets sacked three times. He was rushed a bunch. They didn't run the ball particularly well. I mean, they averaged less than four yards per carry. Overall, we talked to Lane a little bit earlier, and I think he described the offense as constipated. But how would you uh, describe the Eagles' offensive line? Yeah, I think that there's going to be a lot of talk over these next few days of, like, what should we be worried about? What should we not be? What's a big concern? What's just week one? To me, I think the biggest takeaway from the game was, from a personnel and from how they played, was the offensive line. I thought Jordan Mailata did not have a good game. I thought Hurts barely had a clean pocket to work with. And that's a concern because Jordan Mailata is coming off a season where he was not a great pass blocker. The interior of that offensive line, Cam Jurgens, his first game, and I haven't had a chance to rewatch it yet, but I do know Jalen did not have a clean pocket and there was plenty of pressure up the middle. So this offensive line, they won last year all those games and made the Super Bowl because they won every week at the line of scrimmage on the defensive line and on the offensive line. I thought they lost both of those battles today. And to me, the offensive line is a concerning one moving forward because with Mylotta and with Jurgens, there are two kind of you know question marks now of those five starters heading into Thursday night. Elliot, uh, two things that I thought were notable postgame that I want your take on. One was Nick Sirianni went to bat for Brian Johnson, said he was awesome, said he was calm, cool, collected. Also, he said he's going to reevaluate how he approaches preseason next year. What, what's your takes on, on, on both of those? Well, we'll see what Howie thinks about how they want to evaluate That's preseason. That's what I thought. Uh, <laughs> that, that, yeah, that's yeah, what I thought. My, my guess is uh, we will probably will not see them <laughs> play much. Uh, I mean, look, this is now the third game, the third uh, week one game under Sirianni, and he's 3-0, and two of which have been really impressive. This one, obviously not as much. So I would just say to Nick, I don't think it's time to reevaluate that. Like, it's important to have health. I mean, obviously, we you know saw reports of Nicobe Dean in a walking boot. Like the most important thing today, in a lot of ways, is the Eagles made it out of the game with a win, and they made it out relatively healthy and, and completely healthy on offense. So I would say say to Nick not to uh, reevaluate that too much uh, moving into um, next year. All right, Ellie. Quick turnaround for Thursday. We got to make sure that you're hydrated, you're stretched, you're doing your you, yeah. you're the proper thing, so you're ready on yeah, Thursday. Get out of that walking boot. All right, let's go. <laughs> We'll do. We'll do. No, I mean, Thursday, look, obviously Thursday would have been a bigger game if they lost, but it's a massive game on Thursday. You know, Cowboys are going to win. It looks like the 49ers won. Like, this whole season is about the number one seed, and a win on Thursday will be big in making that happen. Got that right. Elliot, we appreciate it, man. Thanks for a couple minutes. Yep, sounds good. All right, you got it. That's Elliot Shore Parks. Go Birds. 
don't know how many people watched prior to the Eagles game, Jack, but San Fran looked really impressive. I'll tell you what, could he use the Eagles coming out with that kind of performance? Woof. I mean, they took it to the Steelers. I think the Steelers are better than the Patriots? Uh, yes, I do. 100% think they're I better agree. than the Patriots. 215-592-9494. We'll come back, roll into the final segment, then we got you for the fifth quarter as well. So don't go anywhere. He's Jack Fritz. I'm Rob Ellis. You are listening to the P. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.